And we are live. I forgot to put the splash screen up first, though. Oh. Um, but, yeah, we are recording. Okay. And uh, welcome to Tech Talks uh, 7. Technically, this is 8, but we are essentially re-recording 7. Uh, because there was uh, some information that I was not, uh, I didn't know much about. So I had to uh, look it up and get more accurate information. I'm not going to be 100% perfect on anything, but I at least should give a little, uh, like, more accurate than what I had last week. So. Well, it was a tough topic. Yeah. All right, so we'll start out easier. Um, with the Pixel 3 camera on my phone, I've noticed recently that it seems slow. I'll take a picture and then turn the phone, say, to try to get a picture at a different angle, and it's still processing the picture I took a few seconds ago. Recommendations around that you... Uh... So uh, there are a couple things that you could try to uh, fix that. Um, so Google, uh, the Pixel 3 has been kind of under fire because of uh, this mo camera problem. And uh, they... Google hasn't exactly said why this is a much slower camera. Um, I have a, a couple theories. So right now, Google has been trying to fix it with software updates. Mm -hmm. And so they think that a lot of this might be a software problem instead of a hardware problem. Um, meaning, the, and it's true that like the new camera app is uh, has a lot more uh, to it, especially when it when it rolled out, uh, the Pixel Three rolled out with that feature um, where you take a picture, but then it has like uh, um, pictures before and after, yeah. right? So that you can that. kind of show. And uh, so there's like they've added more features, and it doesn't seem that they've necessarily optimized the app as much. Was that called motion enabled, or like if that it's was, on? There was a uh, the motion one was in the, even in the Pixel Three, or not the motion one, but like when you take a picture and then it has like a little video of that picture. But then they also have um, best picture um, kind of feature where when you take a picture, it'll actually take a series of pictures before and after you click the shutter, and uh, then you can pick which one is the best one. So if it's doing ones before you hit the shutter, then too, it's also constantly having a, a short memory prior to whenever you might click the button. Yeah, essentially, like the, it seems like there's a buffer there. Yeah. Um, I, that's as I remember it. And uh, so there's, there's more software to it. On top of that, you have a higher resolution camera um, with a marginal increase in us. Uh, specs um, for the camera, which I think all kind of combine for this slowness. Google has been trying to optimize it with uh, software updates. The other thing you can do is there are other camera apps in existence. So if you wanted to try another camera app, you could try them out. That's interesting. I didn't know that you could use a different camera app with the hard that's yeah some of them are uh some of them are not as good as others for instance um i don't know if this is still true but a few years back they found out that instagram when they were updating their app uh was heavily favoring iphone when and their updates mm -hmm. um to the point where um when instagram uh 
uh, has like the Instagram has phone integration where you it would open up the phone like the camera and you could do it on an iPhone it would get direct phone access on the Android it actually just used your phone app and then pick took a screenshot of your phone app essentially when you say your phone app you mean your so camera app? yeah your camera app sorry um so it would just essentially open up your camera app to get uh, and then screenshot your camera app instead of getting the raw footage from the screen. This was, I think, MKBHD uh, pointed that out a couple years back. Wow. Um, and uh, so there was like this huge difference in quality between an Android um, picture on Instagram and. Yeah, an, and it, an iPhone that has the raw. Yeah. Higher. It has the yeah. It can get the feed directly from hmm. that. So um, yeah, there the, you can try to circumvent that um, with another app, but ultimately Pixel. Um, it does seem like Google is trying to fix it in the long run. All right, and uh, so another thing that came up within the past two weeks was there was that article about. Facebook, um, when if you're just signing up for a Facebook account, they're asking people for the password to their email so they can just. But I guess the root of this all is um, so in the past, I've heard that Facebook. They, they take the rights to your pictures or something when you post onto their website and in the it's like in the user agreement or something that way um so my question is kind of around facebook user agreement in general what's going on yeah there? so uh there's two parts to that question you have the passwords question and the uh, photos question um as for the passwords that uh, i guess um people there's been a report of people getting asked by facebook to give their email passwords in order to authenticate their uh, oh. Facebook account when they're signing up. Don't do this. Like, <laughs> I mean, don't. like, sure, Facebook is a legitimate company and they can have whatever, ex like, privacy and things like that. But ultimately, there's no reason to give up your password. It's uh, like the verification step of just going to your email and verifying that it's your email is not a tedious process, especially since it only has to be done once. So there's no reason for you to have to, or for Facebook to have your password for that one instance. Um, and with that, like often people have multiple different um, accounts associated with their email and you know, again, you I mean don't... accounts for everything, not account, other email yeah. accounts like uh, other their bank accounts. Account, yeah, anything uh, is accessible. Bank account, Instagram, uh, Twitter, you name it. I mean, you can even get the passwords for those reset if you have access to the emails password. So, yeah, that was a sketchy yeah. It's thing. uh, it's very and like in probably Facebook would never do anything Did about it. Did they say it. they weren't storing it and stuff? They I said, just... yeah, they, they said that they, I, I'm not exactly sure, but there's no reason. Like, they no, like yeah. just don't ever give out your email password or like, uh, cross, like they do actually have a verification system that 
um, is set up between social media accounts. A lot of the uh, different social media types. Sign in with Google. Yeah, you can sign in with their accounts without actually giving them password this is actually something that has already been accomplished and uh could just as easily be you could just sign in with facebook with your uh google yeah. i don't know if facebook specifically has that feature when it comes to signing in i because when i was signing up for facebook it was before like they had that kind of integration but yeah so uh, like just in general, don't give away passwords. Don't cross your passwords between other accounts, no matter what they say they need it for. Okay, so then the other part is the whole Facebook. Yeah. It, this isn't the first time a big company has done sketchy things or... Yeah, so Facebook with Ugh. the uh, pictures. So, and uh, there's the funny because uh, after we talked about this uh, yesterday, I, I ended up uh, looking it up and remembering somebody actually did post this on their on my on one of my friends on facebook i only have 50 friends on facebook so and i'd like to think that they're reasonably intelligent people but um even they got sucked into this trap of um posting like this little um legalese ver blurb on their wall stating that they don't have rights to your pictures and things like that. That legalese verb does zero, right? And John Oliver actually even had a uh, topic on that. Um, it does zero. Facebook uh, does, um, in its terms and service, uh, Facebook does have a clause that technically they can use whatever photo that you upload to Facebook for whatever they want essentially it does not give a, it does not give them the copyrighted permissions for it um but as long as they have the photo on their site they, they can kind of do whatever they want uh, according yeah, to their terms of service and then you get into legalize of whether the terms of service is actually a binding contract and um by definition yes it is a binding contract uh however there's been uh numerous occasions where uh, these terms of services don't actually hold up in court uh, because of certain aspects of them. Uh, specifically, one uh, that one major one that tends to uh, be the 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 hole in it was oftentimes these agreements have this clause that say that we can update this at any time without informing you. However. Um, legally, you can't actually, uh, from what I've read, you can't actually agree to something that you don't know about yet. Right. So whenever these terms of service up, and you'll see this more often now, is that they will actually re pop up like terms of services, and you have to, and you have to accept. Or... Yeah, you have to um, form some sort of acknowledgement that this happened. Um, so people that have tried to get around it have tried to um, send emails um, saying that you got sent an email, but that doesn't in um, that doesn't include any kind of confirmation that you've read it. So like mm -hmm. uh, there, there's been uh, people trying to get around it, but ultimately like uh, if you can't agree to something that hasn't been come uh, that you don't know about yet. 
And uh, so those, that, especially that portion in the terms and agreement doesn't fly in an actual court. Well, most often now, it seems whether it's for a game or if it's for an app, a website, mm -hmm. it, it's now when you first log in, they immediately send you a pop-up and to proceed and actually use the services at all, yeah. you now have to either check a box, click I accept, yeah. or open a document roll through it and then just click next yeah um so yeah they, it seems now that they've at least gotten to the point of making you acknowledge yeah you have to acknowledge so uh there's been plenty of times uh i think star citizen was one of the more current ones where people they decided after a certain amount of time uh since people started refunding uh if you don't know star citizen is a video game uh that is in development supposedly oh this um one. this is the uh what is it that it has the most crowdfunded video game uh or the most money crowdfunded for a video game in existence um it was supposed to come out i think years ago oh. at least a certain portion of it and uh it has not and at the t by that date that they were supposed to have released this, um, they actually changed their terms of service, saying that they can't. People that kickstarted it can't ask for a refund. People have been able to fight that. Not everybody, but some people have. Um, and specifically because uh, some people uh, like they required you to agree to their terms of service, like when you log in. But there's been people that just actually haven't played the game at all since they kickstarted it, and they never agreed to these terms. So there, there's been um, that's the the one I can think of in the recent past that uh, has undergone this uh, kind of thing. But again, like uh, then you when you when you try to fight this kind of stuff, you are one person trying to fight a mega company. Most of the time, that doesn't work out in your favor. So you are generally bound to whatever restrictions the terms of service do say. Yeah, it it is what it is, I guess. There's yeah, I mean, if you're using these, like you you do have to think of it as like um, the website isn't a free form. I, I I know this is a topic of debate, especially in California. But a website is it like isn't a free for a form for everybody uh to show off their free speech. Um it's these websites are essentially private property of these companies. They're ultimately owned Yeah, it's ultimately by... owned by a company and it is up to them to decide how. To, uh, if you decide to walk in the door, you are agreeing to whatever they want you whatever will they will accept to let you in and uh that's just how the cookie crumbles all right so then the next question is around data usage so when you're downloading temporary content something like a netflix video or a movie that you're planning to watch when you don't have internet um, but then you're planning to delete it and not keep it on your phone i'm kind of curious how storing those things um it how it works how it affects your device long term if 
it is a little laser or whatever etching on your hard drive. <laughs> I don't know. I'm... So um, this goes back to, well, that last part goes back to uh, the solid state drive versus right. uh, hard drive that we had before. Our phones don't have a hard drive in them. And hard drives are the ones hard that etch drive. it. Yeah. Okay. They're the ones that have uh, like little, essentially little record players inside of them. Um, your device would not be able to fit that kind of device inside of it. And it wouldn't survive all the drops then. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> and uh, so they, it, it, these are solid state drives, essentially, that are built in. These are flash memory drives. Um, and the amount of data that it would take for a solid state drive to get filled up by erasing and the crumbles left after you've yeah, swept like, the cookie away. Yeah, it's uh, it's negligible. So, um if you are downloading from a, a video from like Netflix to watch or uh music that you're uh, downloading or a YouTube video even now that you can do a YouTube video downloaded. Um I mean if you're doing it, if you're downloading from Wi-Fi, then the, and you're planning to watch it when you don't have any internet connection or you only have your uh, mobile data, then by far it's better to just download it ahead of time because that way you're not using up your mobile data. Now, as for if you decided to download versus stream while on mobile data, I I don't actually have the numbers for that. I would assume, based off of just logic, that it would actually be the same amount of data that you're downloading. Just streaming does it instantaneously while you're playing it, while downloading it, would just download it first, then you play it. Makes sense. I mean, and then also, if you have it downloaded, you could replay it without having to restream it. Oh, because if you're streaming it, it might not remember it. Yeah, it might not have it. it yeah, it's okay. in storage. That makes sense. Um, I think that I mean, unless there were any other disadvantages or advantages around that. Essentially, yeah. It's if you can download beforehand, then like if you can anticipate beforehand, then go for it. Like, there's no reason not to. Um, but if you like are just on the road and you decided you want to listen to your song and you're streaming it from your data, like that's just up to you on your data plan and how much data you have and how much you're willing to spend on it. Like for us, it's pretty negligible because we pay for uh, giga data at a time anyways. So if we use that giga data, then we pay for it. And then if we don't use it, then it just rolls over to the next month anyways. So. And we don't really go over a gig of data anyways. All right. Well, that is what I've got for today. So that'll do it, I guess. All right. That's it. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And uh, this is a bit of a shorter one today, but we'll be back next week. And uh, hopefully we'll have some more for you then. Have a great one.